Is God asking you to let something go? Actually, you might not even realize it. So today I'm sharing with you two more areas that God may be speaking to you and asking you to release. And y'all, this is a doozy. He blew my own mind as I was preparing and studying for this episode, so buckle up. You may want a notebook and a pen, or at least crack the notes app on your phone as you walk, because these next 20 minutes are about to challenge you in the best way possible. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, let's continue this conversation about release, about releasing. If you missed the last episode, I started to share about when God asked you to release something. And I shared about my car. I don't think it will ever not be special to me. 18 and a half years stewarding that car, desiring to bless someone with it. And then the time came. And I also shared how my own perspective and understanding of releasing shifted in the past couple weeks. So often we think of releasing and we like understand in our heart or we have the idea or we even desire that we release so that we can receive, so that God can give us more, give us better, give us what he ultimately has for us. And well, that is where my first challenge comes for you. I'm challenging you, just like I did in the previous episode, to ask yourself these questions. Am I releasing this so that God can give me something better? Am I releasing this because I expect God to give me something else? Or am I releasing this because God asked me to release it, period? And remember, you might have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself as you ask these questions. I'm challenging you to see God as God, not as a transaction. I'm challenging you and myself to shift your perspective when it comes to releasing. I'm really trying to catch myself when I begin to say, you're right, God, I'll give this up because I know you have something better for me. See, even that... Although it might be true, even that can feel transactional. Think about this. What if God asked me to give up a relationship that I'm in? And I say, okay, I'm willing to be obedient. I'm in. It will be hard, but I'm in. But if I'm really honest, even when I say, God, I'll give this up because I know you have something better for me. When I say that, my mind is saying, I'll give this person up because I know you have a better person for me. I'm still trying to control the transaction. But what if the better that God has for me is single life? What if the better that God has for me is not the promotion for the new job? But what if he's asked you to give up your current career and the better he has for you is the ability to stay home with your children, to learn how to budget differently, to volunteer your time? See, even as I say these things, I'm still working through them. And honestly, you're getting a front row seat to what conversations between God and I actually really look like throughout the day. You're getting the behind the scenes of how the Holy Spirit speaks to me, prompts me, challenges me. And now I'm sharing it with you. See, because then it's on me. Then it's my turn to step up in this relationship and do my part, hold up my end of the bargain, fully trust him and obey. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. You might be able to quote these day in and day out. And maybe you do. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Heard that before? 
Well, I kept reading, and it's so good. So I'm going to keep reading to you. Challenge number two. Don't just listen to, read, and memorize the popular verses of the Bible. Keep reading. So let's continue. Verse seven. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you for the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Verse 13, joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding for wisdom is more profitable than silver and her wages are better than gold. Keep reading, y'all. Head to Proverbs 3 and read all of it. Wow, if you want to go a little bit deeper, did you know that I actually have a 31-day devotional called Through Proverbs with Purpose? It's only $14, and you can download it immediately at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. But did you listen to these verses? Trust in the Lord. Fear the Lord, like fear as in reverence. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Oh, I could sit on that right there for a while. With the best part of everything you produce. What else? Do not depend on your own understanding. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Don't reject God's discipline. Don't be upset when he corrects you. Wisdom is more profitable than silver. Look, in reading Proverbs 3, it's pretty clear God has a plan. His plan is incredible for me. My own mind, my own understanding, my own plan. What a mess. (laughs) Probably I should let that go. Like release that now. And like I shared a few episodes back, sometimes when I read the Bible, the Holy Spirit helps me to understand. And then it's like, oh yeah, duh. Like trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Of course he will show me which path to take. When I trust in him with all my heart, when I let go of my own understanding, my own plans, my own thoughts of what's best for me, then obviously I'll be on the right path because I'll be on his path. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Oh my goodness. Wait, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Um, Kayla? He will show you which path to take, and you still have the free will to choose that path or not. Oh, y'all, I never saw that like that before. Legit, why have I never processed that before? Like Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, so standard. It's everywhere, and it's true. He will show us which path to take, and yet, I know I can't be the only one who's read that verse, memorized that verse, quoted that verse, and almost thought it means that when I trust in him and not my own understanding, he will carry me down the path he has for me. But that's not what it says. He will show me. The version you might know is he will direct your path. Direct. Then you have the choice to follow where he's showing you, where he's directing you. Or you can go the way you think is best, is right, maybe even looks straighter. Wow, incredible tangent right here. Let's bring this back to releasing. When God has asked you to release, this is about obedience. This is about truly him saying, hey, Kayla, it's time to release that. And me not just saying, okay, but saying, okay, and then actually releasing it or them or whatever. And releasing it simply, well, not so simply, but you know what I mean, simply because he asked me to. Okay, last week I covered two areas God might be asking you to release in, and I've got two more today. Last episode I shared about releasing that thing, 
and releasing that person. Seriously, go back and hit that episode up. 20 minutes, legit 20 minutes. It's actually not that much to commit to. Goodness, you might drive 20 minutes to the grocery store and back. You might spend 20 minutes doing a kitchen cleanup or folding laundry. So two more points today. Number three, release that stronghold. What is a stronghold? A stronghold by definition is a fortress with difficult access and that's how it's often used in the Bible, like King David speaking of the city of Jerusalem. But when Paul uses the term stronghold in the New Testament, he's describing a mindset or an attitude. He says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 5. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. These worldly thoughts, these strongholds, Paul is speaking to Christians in Corinth. They're struggling with this. They're struggling with their thoughts, with their attitudes, with their mindsets. What you're going through is not new and you're not alone. This stronghold that you have, maybe even in your mind, it's time to release it. Satan is so clever with his tactics, y'all. But know this, he is not victorious, not ever. Yep, I'm going to encourage you to do this by asking the same question I always encourage you to ask. Holy Spirit, help me to examine myself. Release the stronghold. Maybe you're still not fully getting it. Let me give you some examples. The stronghold of anger. Is that you? Do you find yourself being easily angered? Do you find yourself either flying off the handle or maybe even bottling it all up inside that there's anger just bubbling up in you? Release it. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 26 to 27, Paul instructs the Ephesians, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Release it. What about comparison? Is that you? Are you always looking at what someone else has or what someone else is doing? Why has God blessed them? Why did God give them this business and mine's not growing? Why do I have to go through this and they don't? Why is it so hard for me and they're just sailing by? James chapter 3 verses 14 to 16. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Release it. Unforgiveness, anxiety, pride, release it. Release that stronghold. Anything that tries to stand up and build up against God's truth, release that stronghold. Here, let me make this even more simple. Why should you release that stronghold? Well, the reason is actually the same reason I've been sharing with you this entire time. Because God has asked you to. Like, he already asked you to. Any stronghold, he has asked you to release it. So once you discover or discern or figure out that you have a stronghold in your life, release it because God asked you to release it. Something I can still hear my parents say, and maybe it's because I say it to my niece and nephew now, or because I hear my brother and sister-in-law say it, and you might say it to your kids too, it's this, I shouldn't have to ask you three times. Or maybe it's this, I shouldn't have to ask you more than once. How many times has God asked you to release that stronghold? Lay down every heavy burden. How do you lay something down? You release it. You release it out of your hands and lay it at his feet. Oh, y'all, I have another question for you. 
Well, I don't have another question. The Holy Spirit has another question. And well, I was on a flight while I was preparing for this episode and I was praying through my life, asking the Holy Spirit to help me examine myself and recognize strongholds in my own life. And here's what he said. Kayla, does it have a strong hold on you or do you have a strong hold on it? Oh, <laughs> y'all, the Bible is so clear in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Release it. Every weight, every sin, every stronghold, release it. All right, one last one, I think. Unless God drops some more this week to keep going, you just never know. But number four, release your expectation. That's it. Release your expectation. I mean, I pretty much covered this at the beginning of this episode on the huge tangent to go through some verses in Proverbs chapter three. Do not lean on your own understanding. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. My mind has some pretty clear expectations. An expectation is the strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Another definition is a belief that someone will or should achieve something. Here's the thing. Not all expectations are bad. Not all expectations are negative and not all expectations need to be released. In fact, there are some expectations you might need to grasp a little more tightly, hold on to a little longer. I did not say that you should release all your expectations. What I'm saying through these two episodes focused on releasing is that this may be an area God is asking you to release. And I'm here to help you process through that. So can you discern? Can you hear? Do you know the difference between your expectations and God's truth? Are you expecting God to do something that does not line up with who he is? Are you expecting God to co-sign on your plans and your strategy and your thoughts about what would be best for you? Yeah, that expectation, release it. And by the way, it's not going to happen anyway. (laughs) Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Have you heard that before? Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, such a popular scripture. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Again, this is one of those scriptures you may quote all the time, or at least here. And with a true relationship with God, it's another statement, another truth that has me over here like, Well, obviously, if I'm seeking God first, if I'm seeking God above all else, like above all else, and live righteously, he will give me everything I need. And here's how that works. He will give me everything I need. First of all, he's said that multiple times in the Bible. It's truly his character. It's who he is. He supplies all our needs. He will give us everything we need. The problem is that we often have a different expectation of what our needs are. And that is the expectation we need to release. Do you remember when the Israelites were in the wilderness? Duh. Of course you don't remember that. We weren't around. But have you heard the story? Do you know the history? Did God supply all their needs? He did. With manna. Do you know what that is? Yeah, neither did the Israelites. Manna was what God used to feed them. Literally, it dropped from the sky every single day enough for that one day. Exactly what they needed for that day. Fun fact, the word manna literally means, what is it? (laughs) When God said he would take care of them, what do you think their expectation was? 40 years walking in the wilderness and their shoes didn't even wear out. What? The promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey. What was their expectation? 
Sometimes I feel like as believers, we read this now with our own imagination and expectation, like the land flowing with milk and honey. We see waterfalls of milk and like a cereal commercial. Like we see honey just flowing out of beehives onto toast. Um, how about this was land full of bees and cows that the people would then have the opportunity to work to produce the flowing milk and the flowing honey. See, with God, all your needs are met. That doesn't mean they just fall into your lap. Okay, let me really share with you. Let me be a little more vulnerable because maybe you can't relate to Moses and the Israelites and the milk and the honey as well. In 2019, I left everything in Arizona and moved back to Canada to be with my mom and dad while my dad was sick. Left everything. My job, my home, my immigration status, my relationship, my stuff, my car. (laughs) I left it all out of obedience to do what I really believed God was asking me to do. After my dad passed away, surely my expectation was that I would move back to Arizona and get my stuff back, get my life back. Well, as most of the world shut down, so did the borders, and I was stuck in Canada. Now what? These last couple years for me have been quite the journey. Now, I trust God to provide for me, and I trust him with what he's asked me to do. I'm being obedient. When I said yes to starting a book club online, I expected that to be a business that would start to flow. It didn't. When I released Kayla Fit and my entire fitness business to focus on all women, mentoring and life coaching all Christian women, my expectation was that God would provide, that business would grow. When I started this podcast, my expectation was that God would provide and that listeners would come from all over the world and this podcast would grow a business through me mentoring and coaching and teaching others to grow their relationship with God. I expected God to provide and he has. The only difference is that I had to release my expectations. I had to release my expectations of, oh, this is so good and God will help so many women and this will provide for me. I'll be able to save up, get my own place, buy a new car and bless so many others with the abundance of finances that will flow through. That was my expectation. What I see now, manna, daily manna. You know what I did recently? I wrote down all the expenses, like needs and wants, of the life I'm currently living and how they are being provided for. Wow. Seriously, this could bring me to my knees with tears flowing. Mortgage payment, paid by continuing to live with my mom since my dad passed away. Utility bills, every single one paid. Car payment, been paid off since 2010 and now don't even have one. Car insurance, no more since releasing my vehicle last week. What about a car to drive? When I'm in Canada, I easily share with my mom. When I'm in California, I can easily share with my brother and sister-in-law. And when I'm elsewhere, either I don't need one or one has been provided through other friends. Y'all, I'm not even joking. When I went as far as the fact that I bought two new pair of Nike shoes last month and it cost me $4.68 out of my pocket. See, I'm truly trying my best to focus on his will, on his timing, on his plan for me. And I'm focused on being obedient. I know he's moving. I pray that those around me can also see that God is using them. I pray that when I share this testimony or when I receive messages on Instagram from women I don't even know, like the one I received this morning that says, you never fail to lift me up and point me back to Jesus. And I just really love that about you and this account. I pray that those whom God is using to provide for me in this season, I pray they receive the joy too. 
I pray that they can see God using them to reach these others. Y'all, this was so good. My goodness, fresh understanding, fresh revelation. There are questions I'm leaving here today and putting on my check-in rotation. And I hope you put them on yours too. Releasing is most often not a one-time thing. I truly believe God will ask you to release many times in your life. You might even need to remind yourself daily to check in and see what you need to release. So I'm going to leave you with a loaded question. Are there some things, some people, some strongholds, and some expectations that God has asked you or is asking you to release? Now let me pray for you before you go. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your truth and your understanding. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus for the one listening. I pray that they received what you had for them to receive in this episode. And I pray now for action. God, stir up in them afresh what you maybe asked them to release many times before. Open their eyes and soften their hearts to be able to recognize you right where they are. Holy Spirit, show them clearly today. We bust down every stronghold and speak your truth. We lay down our own expectations to be able to recognize you. Thank you, Lord. You are always moving. You are always providing. I will release and I will keep releasing whatever you ask me to because I trust you with it all. Amen. Before you go today, I have big news for you. Bible Journaling Bootcamp is open for enrollment all the time now. It is an evergreen program now, meaning that you can enroll any day, anytime. And in this 30-day program, you will go from inconsistency, insecurity, all the questions in your time with God, to confidently spending time with God in His Word, reading the Bible, understanding what you're reading, interpreting Scripture properly, and hearing God speak to you right where you are in just 30 days. No calligraphy, no fancy handwriting, just you your Bible, and a notebook, and a pen. This 30-day program has changed women's lives, and I am so, so honored to be offering it open all the time. In these 30 days, you get two 30-minute one-on-one calls with me, and then monthly group calls. You have lifetime access to this 30-day program. This $99 program will change your relationship with God, whether you are a new believer or you have been a minister for 30 years. This is the program that will get you jump-started, that will get you into it, that will get you understanding God's Word, reading His Word consistency, and hearing His voice just for you. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com right now and enroll today. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.